opening the deli in Houston was a very interesting experience because nobody knew anything about Jewish delicatessen before. This is Counterintelligence, stories about the world of delis and its cast of characters that make it up. One person thought in the beginning that a gefilte fish was the same thing as a matzo ball. So I said, I got my work cut out for me. Ziggy was born and raised in New York City. There was a time where you could find a deli on every single corner in this town, much like Starbucks today. Or is it Starbucks's? Anyway, while delis were commonplace on the East Coast, they weren't a big staple over in Texas, a state where foods are either wrapped in a tortilla, fried, and or smothered in barbecue sauce isn't exactly famous for Jewish delicatessen. But Ziggy had this crazy idea that Houstonians would have, pardon the pun, an appetite for a traditional deli restaurant. What he also knew is it would be a challenge to pull off. The community in Houston always wanted a true delicatessen restaurant. There were others that opened up in the past that did not make it. And you only get basically with a Jewish customer, you get one shot. The food's got to be good from day one. You'll, you'll, you'll get away with having bad service. It's, every restaurant has a little bit of a rocky service. But to have bad food from day one, you're gone. You're, you're never going to make it. So I really concentrated making sure the food was good. So we hired some people in the kitchen, and I'll never forget. We hired this one guy, and he was a big, heavy set guy, and he go, called me Mr. Ziggy. He's like, Mr. Ziggy? And I'm like, yes. He goes, what is that? And I'm like, that's a latke. And he goes, no, that is a hash brown. What's that? I said, that's kasha varnishkis. And he goes, no, that's dirty rice. So I started laughing. I go, okay. He goes, what's that? And I'm like, well, that's kishka. And he goes, no, that's Jewish boudin. So I said, I got my work cut out for me. So I basically had to train everybody for six months before we opened to teach them how to basically bake, pickle, smoke their own meats. The thing is, leave it to my customers, and I love them very much. When we first opened up, especially the Jewish customers, they want to make sure how authentic is this so-called delicatessen. So all of a sudden, they want to quiz everybody so they know that these people are southern people that aren't jewish but they are going to mess with them so what do they do they start saying okay i would like a bowl of canadalich soup the guy that is waiting on them he is trying to figure out out of all of these new dishes that i've learned i don't know what a canadalich is so the customer is getting irate, and he knows all he has to say is matzo ball, because that's what it is. But he wants to see how well do these people know anything. So leave it to my customers. Now my wait staff, they know what a canadalic is, you know, and they know some of the other dishes that, you know, have some of the other esoteric names that we have in Yiddish for them. Bringing the deli to Houston wasn't just about training the waitstaff. It was also about educating the customers, sometimes even introducing a young mind and stomach to the wonders of Jewish cuisine. I remember when I opened up Kenny and Ziggy's. 
I was behind the counter. I was waiting on the counter. Everything was smooth. It was, it was getting really, really busy. And this kid comes up and says, can I give you my order? I said, sure, kid, step on up. He says, I would like a salami sandwich on white bread with mayo. Well, if I have to tell you that my heart stopped, because remember, I hadn't been in Texas that long. My mouth was down onto the ground, and I thought, you know, my God, what kind of place did I move to? You can't put mayo on any of your Jewish deli meats. It might not be in the Talmud, but take my word for it. This is an unwritten rule. You can't order a sandwich like that. So I said, hey, kid, come a little closer to the counter. And I'm looking at him eyeball to eyeball. I said, you a Jewish kid? He said, yeah. He said, you can't order stuff like that. Being a Jewish person, they'll never let you in another delicatessen as long as you live. You can't do that. I said, let let me help you out. I said, do you not like rye bread? He said, no, I don't like it. It's it's got the seeds. And I said, do you eat challah? He said, yeah, I eat challah. Okay, I said, we're going to substitute that white bread with challah. I said, look, let me give you a taste of this. So he tastes it. It's Russian dressing. I said, do you like that? He says, that's good. I said, good. So we did the salami sandwich with Russian dressing on challah. And you know what? That kid came in every week and ordered the sandwich that way. And I have seen that kid when he came in. He was probably about anywhere from 8 to 10. And I've seen that kid graduate medical school, and he's a doctor now. So it was nice to hopefully see I saved one life. And I saved the life of someone that would not be embarrassed to order a sandwich in a delicatessen store anymore. Thank God for that. Counterintelligence was produced by Mike Svalin and me, Taylor Magenheim. The show was mixed by the talented Katie Best. Our theme song is L'Chaim by Kevin McLeod, and you can find it on incompetech.com. Special thanks to Ziggy Gruber and my mom, who works at the deli and helps set up these interviews. Also check out Deli Man, a documentary about the inspired operators that keep the great food and tradition of Jewish deli in America alive, featuring our favorite deli owner, Ziggy Gruber. You can get the film on Amazon, iTunes, and Google Play. And lastly, if you like this series, please subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a rating. It really helps others find this podcast as well. Thanks for listening. Next time on Counterintelligence. He would go bananas. I mean, pots and pans and crash and bang and boom. Everything it was just, just, just massive. Mm-hmm.